Hi, my name is Anita Foster and I'm the Library Media Specialist from Autry Middle School in Kennesaw, Georgia. Hey, I'm Ingrid Hansen. I'm the Library Media Specialist at Lindley Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia. Hey everyone, I'm Lori Quintana and I'm the Library Media Specialist at Griffin Middle School in Smyrna, Georgia. And we have a special guest today. I'm so excited. We do. We are so excited. Um, we have Sandy Davis from Smith and Middle School in Powder Springs. Marietta. Marietta. I used to live around that area and I can never remember. Marietta, Georgia. Very close to Powder Springs. Very close to Powder Springs. So uh, it's in Marietta, Georgia. And she is here today to talk to us about Project Lit. Okay, everyone. So what Sandy's going to talk to us about today is Project Lit. And so my first question is, can you just kind of give our audience an idea of what Project Lit is? Sure. So Project Lit is a book club, and it was started by a teacher in Nashville, Tennessee. His name is Jared Amato. And he, with his kids, started noticing in their areas uh, book deserts. And so, and having conversations about that, that's actually how it started, was not as a book club, but more as a community service effort, that the kids thought it was unfair that they didn't have the same kind of access to books. And so they started this as an effort to eliminate book deserts. And so it was a book drive to try and get books, good books, good quality books that kids want to read into their hands. And then it kind of evolved from there into a club and a grassroots movement, and it spread. There's more than 800 chapters across the country, and I believe there's even a few international chapters now. So it's my understanding that when they first started it, they were doing like tiny libraries, like tiny lending libraries that they would build and put out in these book deserts or areas that you don't find books, uh, apartments that are in some not so nice areas and some um, stores, let them put them in, is that correct? That's true, they started with the tiny libraries um, and trying to get access to places where kids might not have transportation or might not be able to get to the public library um, or where there might not be as many branches of a public library available um, or if there is a public library that the collection there is small and maybe doesn't have as much of what the kids would wanna read and so that is kinda how it started. So do you mind me asking, how are the titles selected? That's so fun. <laughs> the titles are selected by the kids. So the whole thing with Project Lit is it's all about the students, for the students, by the students. Yeah. Everything is, it's very much about giving students leadership and voice and hearing what they want. And so the students are the ones who make those selections and put them on the list. And the list is extremely diverse. Um, and it's all about making it representation matters and that's really a big part of it yeah so there's there's the middle I mean the YA books and then there's the middle school level books um, but it's super fun because the list comes out and then they list weren't they doing like two books a day one middle and one YA book each day so if you're a project lit fan and and book lover and you know you're really into these books and stuff the diverse books you're sitting on the edge of your seat like the First thing in the morning, I was on Twitter waiting to see which books were going to be um, announced as being part of the Project Lit book list. You know, can you, would you mind listing some of the titles for um, some of us who, some of our listeners who aren't aware? Sure. So there, because it's been, this is our third, the third year, this is my first year at Smitha doing Project Lit, but it's the third year that the club has been in existence. Um, so the title list has grown. So an example of some of the YA titles are things like Dear Martin. Uh, the Poet X, The Hate You Give, um, Internment, Hey Kiddo, so there's graphic novel Scythe, which is, I love, thought was really, really good. 
Um, some of the middle grade titles are things like Ghost by Jason Reynolds, A Good Kind of Trouble, uh, The Bridge Home, A Long Walk to Water. Uh, so they really try to do a combination of fiction, nonfiction. I know I didn't list all those there, but graphic novels. Um, so where can they get this list, Sandy? If they, if, so everybody has access. Twitter is honestly the best place. Mm -hmm. um, I think Instagram too. I'm not a, I'm not as much of an Instagram user. But yeah, Twitter's really <laughs> it. I mean, that's that's where they are. That's where Project Lit is. I feel mostly. Mm -hmm. making and isn't it at them. Project Lit? At Project Lit com. 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 Yeah. Yes. So you can search Twitter, and then in the files or in their pictures, all of the book lists are there. Now, when do they release the new book lists? In the spring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in spring. And it's grown so much. What's great about it is that authors are on board. And yeah. so yes, that's I, went, I was at the Decatur Book Festival um, when it was just here, and, I was, and Project Lit authors were there, so I was buying the books to get them signed for my kids. And they all, you know, it was, it was really neat because you get in the line and you get up and I'm already fanning, like fangirling out on all the authors <laughs> anyway. But then when I hand them the book with my note that I want it made out to Project Lit, it immediately sparked like that connection. connection. Yeah, because when they announce the books, the, uh, the list each spring, the authors get involved and they create videos and talk about and thank, of course, um, the nom uh, for being nominated and stuff. So it gives a connection for the students as well. Like they're, they're wanting to read those books, they're requesting those books, but now they're getting connection to the author and seeing them in a video talk about the book and stuff. And so I, I so appreciate the authors that did that. I loved watching the videos and, um, and just the participation and making that connection for our kids is amazing. So um, explain to us, if you will, if somebody is listening and they want to participate and become involved with Project Lit, um, you had mentioned that there are chapters. Do you have to be a chapter? Can you have a Project Lit group and not be a chapter? Where do I get the books? Is there support? What does that look like? So getting the books is just like everything else we do, and it's a lot of begging and borrowing, and I won't say stealing, but it's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of just um, begging, really, is what it comes mm -hmm. down to. Um, I think, you know, we're a Title I school, so we do have a little bit of mm -hmm. help in that area that, like, First Book is a really right. great resource. And as a Title I school, I can get books cheaper from there. Right. I do end up, I shouldn't admit this, but I do end up spending too much of my own money because for the kids, it's, not, it's just like when I was in the classroom, yes. <laughs> begging family, friends. Um, Donors Choose is a great place because if you put that project out on Twitter and tag it as Project Lit, a lot of people now know who that, what that is it's and they're it. willing to donate to mm -hmm. it. So that is a great way to do it. Um, they will also, when you become a Project Lit chapter, and all the information for how to do that is on Twitter as well. There's okay. a link where you can go to put in your application. And when you become one, they send you a packet that has fundraising ideas and how to host your meeting and what to ask for and all that kind of stuff. So there's so you went to the conference, the Project Lit mm -hmm. conference, and I'm sure they, that helped a lot as well. Did you get any really great ideas for the program to bring back? So the conference is awesome because it's free. It's mm -hmm. totally free. It's in Nashville. It was the second, they call it the summit. So the Project Lit Summit. This year was the second year um, and they get sponsors. So First Book was one of the sponsors. Authors came and they help. It's, and it's totally free for teachers, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So you just That's go. Awesome. Yeah, and you get to meet authors and talk to them and then meet other teachers from around the country that are running chapters. And it's just a big brainstorming session, really. Like you meet so, with people in your area. So what is one thing you brought back from the summit? that you're gonna use at your school? I think one thing that I brought back was the idea of really making those connections. Mm -hmm. That, you know, 
trying to, that we're better together, that idea, which I do believe, I believe in collaboration, and everybody kind of being willing to share ideas. So getting on those PL networks, so joining the Twitter group, joining the Facebook group, um, branching out to people in your area. So finding other teachers that are willing or librarians or whoever in a school who's willing to promote independent reading with kids, diverse mm -hmm. reading with kids, letting kids kind of have choice in what they're doing and then working together to create a bigger network. That was the biggest idea that I took away. So how do you run your Project Lit uh, Club at your school? It was gonna be my question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> think alike. Ours is a little unique, and I know that it won't work for everybody because we do ours during lunch. Um, and my principal, who supports literacy and who is awesome, and who he really is a great guy, <laughs> who really believes in I mean, everybody. Listen to that. When your principal supports your library in reading and everything, everything just falls into place, so and our kids succeed. So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, he, I mean, he reminds kids to read every day. Like, I love that. It's so big. And so when I took the idea to him, I said, okay. Our kids have a hard time getting here before and after school. Mm -hmm. um, we have to do this during school, and I want to try and run it during lunch. But we have, you know, it's middle school. We have short lunches, and they're staggered. So I want permission for the students who join Project Lit to miss 15, 20 minutes of their third period once a week. Mm -hmm. And um, with the teacher permission, and if they have right. a test, of course, the test takes priority. But to come and be part of this reading group, and he approved it, and so that's what we do. And the, the teachers got on board. And it's a it's a full school literacy effort, and so I love that. I love so you you get to take them out of class for a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, <laughs> because that's my struggle. I tried to do it during lunch as well, and so the readers, we, I can't get them all. They're not all at the same lunchtime, right. and so it was like so staggered, and I couldn't get them all together. So oh th oh my gosh, okay, Laura's <laughs> <laughs> happy. I'm happy. I'm going back with this pro uh, proposal. <laughs> I have two groups. Oh, okay, and so I do it twice, and so I have I split the block in half and. If they have lunch towards sometime in the first half, they get so they might miss the very beginning of the class, the middle. So it's eleven, you know. It's, so are you all reading the same book at the that same was time? Be my story, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> so, so yes, how how are you doing that? You know, honestly, uh, we have our first meeting on Tuesday next week, and I am very much going to let the kids decide how we do that. Last mm -hmm. year, we did an audio book. And we listened while we ate, and when they were done eating, we colored to keep our hands busy mm -hmm. um, while they were reading. And then we would debrief and talk about the book. The last, the they have forty minutes for Project Lit, so we would read for about twenty out loud or silently. No, the um, audio book. Oh, okay, the audio book. while okay, we were right. eating. Mm -hmm. So we would sit and listen to the audio book, and then we would debrief and talk about it. And that was really because of price. Like I can get yes. a copy of the audio book. Right. I contacted Audible. I'm not violating copyright. I just want to throw that out there. Well, we have Sora now, so <laughs> yes, that too. But I contacted contacted them and asked if I purchase this, mm -hmm. is it okay if I play it out loud to my class? And they said yes. Oh, so. that's good to know too. That's very good to know. So, yeah, I have a, a question about that too, because um, do you have, did you gather any data with these students in regards to like their Lexiles going up and things like that? Because I had a reluctant readers reading group that we did last year and most of my students who were boy, eighth grade boys, reluctant readers, their Lexile went through the roof and it was just meeting with me once a week for 30 minutes. So that I was just wondering if, if you'd thought about that and being able to take that to your administration and going, here's some proof of the data that, you know, this is helping. That's a great idea. I think last year I was just <laughs> trying to survive I I was new <laughs> in the job and then I was trying to implement these new things and so it was just survival mode. So. 
Um, yeah, I definitely think that's a good idea. I, yeah, and I think start out with access. Give them access to these diverse books. They're going to read them because it's what they want to read. And so the ultimate bonus is, of course, their reading is going to improve because they're reading. And so that there's a connection that you can make. It's school librarians, I'm really big about this, finding data that we can share in our leadership meetings and stuff like that on the impact we're making with kids. So um, I don't. I would never want to make it a formal thing. Like, don't bring the Lexile into the Project Lit Club. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> you no. You know what I mean? But, like, on the side, for our purposes and stuff like that, to promote how important libraries are and stuff, it would be great. Well, yeah, and not only to promote libraries, but the importance of reading and how we yeah. help to facilitate that outside yes. of the classroom, that all reading and learning doesn't have to take place in a classroom with a classroom teacher, that it happens throughout the building and the mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. Um, all day long so yeah is there anything else you would like to add that you we didn't ask like just you know anything like really cool tidbits or tips or anything like that that you I think the biggest thing is to remember that it can look different in every school okay. and that there's not That's a, a great fixed point. formula and that it really does depend on what our students want and what they need um, you know, I did a clear the list this year. Um, I spent a lot of my own money, but I also did a clear the list. <laughs> so you cleared and your list. <laughs> I, I did clear some of my own list, but I begged. I have a list out there if anyone wants to clear it for me. <laughs> we I, all do, right? Yeah. I did beg family and yeah. friends shamelessly mm -hmm. to help me clear it, um, and they did. And I hit up book, used bookstores and bought what I could really cheap. Yeah. Um, so for our first meeting, I don't have multiple copies. I do have some, but I have all the books, but I don't have multiple copies. So... That's um, my struggle, too. So I'm just going to ask, the, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to ask the students, what do they want to do? We mm -hmm. can either all read different books and then do and then share. community service mm -hmm. things during the meetings. So or... that's so interesting because that was one of the things that I threw out um, at my, my last meeting was we're all going to, we're reading, I have copies, two or three copies of the books that they chose. I let them go through and select what they wanted. Um, but one of the components that we decided on is what are we, since we're reading such diverse books, how are we gonna take the information that we learned from reading these books and how it impacted us and how are we gonna share that with, with our community. friends and our community mm -hmm. and what is that yes. gonna look like? I love that. Yeah, I love that too, I think that's awesome. So on that note, I'm sorry, Anita. No, go ahead. I was thinking, I was like, Sandy, we've all been trying to get together to do a collaborative project lit in our county and so, um, I would love to get that going and, yes because I feel like that community piece with Ingrid just talking about mm -hmm. even just within our each of our schools and the kids interacting with each other would be a really really cool thing. I think that would be awesome I do yeah. too yeah, I do so, too I'd be interested so, like skyping I don't know whatever that looks like so it's something for us to figure out <laughs> <laughs> we I'm sure we can figure it out <laughs> okay so I do have a question yes. um I've read a couple of the project look books in the last few weeks um I'll tell y'all my favorites if you'll tell me yours so Sandy you want to start us off what is I your favorite you. project lit book that you've read this I year hate or last it when year? People ask me for a favorite <laughs> oh, book. I, I can so, tell it's you. It's so difficult. That is so hard. These are the. Um, ha! I um I don't know. That is really so hard. I think I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I loved Ghost. Um, when I'm looking at the middle grade selections, um, I love Jason Reynolds. Yes. I really enjoyed It's Trevor Noah, too. Um, and I loved Refugee. As and for the YA selections, that is even harder because that's my jam is the YA books. Right? And I, I hear you. Um, Scythe. Oh, Scythe oh. is. 
Oh my gosh. My cannot, wait for for cannot wait for Tate. Cannot wait for Right? Will it just release on Rider Red? And and the audio version of it. I know, right? That's how I did it. Was the audio amazing. so good. So, so good. Yeah. So good. I love that one. Um, I loved Internment just because I think it's really timely. Uh, and it was a very important read. I love Dear Martin because Dear I Martin, love Nick uh, Stone, and I think yeah. she is an amazing human. And Dear I was going to say, just, I thought you would say Nick Stone because I love yeah. her so much. She visited you, didn't she? She did. She came and saw the Project Lloyd Kids, and she is just a beautiful, beautiful, lovely person. I love it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Which, one, which one of all these books does your, have you noticed the kids migrate towards the most? Uh, definitely the hate you give mm-hmm. for sure yep. <laughs> yes is it's um, a hold a forever hold in my mm-hmm. school <laughs> yeah um, the graphic novels new kid and yes. hey kiddo yes are both really hot and can't keep those um dear martin dear martin oh, yeah, is that's another, another one, one. Another i one. have yes. ghost boys too i have a hard mm-hmm. time keeping that one in stock that's a big mm-hmm. a big checkout one yeah, okay. that's definitely a big one. What about you, Ingrid? What's your favorite on here? Um, well, you know how much I love Sharon Draper, so of course I'm going to say yes, Blended <laughs> um, for middle school, absolutely. And, These are um, middle school and YA. Okay. And I love Ghost. I love that entire series. Um, as a matter of fact, I was just book-talking it and convincing a little boy who got walked in with his mom who didn't like to read and I convinced him to try ghost I'm like this is a great book um so I would definitely say that I really liked um I really liked I'm gonna say it wrong and I love the book but not your Mexican not your perfect Mexican daughter um I really enjoyed that and I didn't think I would but it really spoke to me I liked it a lot yeah there were some components Um, in that that really like with our population huge for sure definite cultural aspects and stuff like that um, and of course, the skin I'm in. How do you not love the skin I'm in? It's not a new release, but it's just such a classic book. It's just such a beautiful story. Um, I, gosh, you just love all of them. You know what you I mean? Really it's do. just like, it's I, so like, hard. I'm like Sandy, like looking at that list, I can't even. If y'all could see us right now, it, it's kind of funny because we're like turning Sandy's laptop around to look at all the pictures up here. I don't really need to look at this um, because I've read. M- many of these in the last um, month or so but hey kiddo was a graphic novel and i am normally not a graphic novel person it took just a couple of hours (laughs) to read it but it was incredible and actually i passed it along to an assistant principal who then passed it along to our guidance counselor and our guidance counselor has not given back to me yet it's amazing so yeah it's it's incredible um but i i read dear martin which was awesome i loved that as well uh but my favorite one i i would have to say is uh the poet x that's such a great book i listened to that i listened to that as an audiobook um on our new sora app and it it's the author that's speaking it and she's doing it and because it's in verse and it's like the um the poetry that they perform on stage and everything it is incredible it's beautiful. so if you if you have an option of getting it as an audiobook the book versus the i would do it as an audiobook and then get it as a regular book and read it again that way it, it was just incredible i have to throw out a shout out for shout yes. too if yes. we're talking about books and verse i i probably read that book in one day and it's one of those books when i finished reading it that i just sat with it in my lap for yes like, where you just yeah. have to stop you just like, have to stop it was, in process yeah and i immediately tweeted her <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah i remember I that <laughs> yes yes yeah. it was everybody should read that book too i agree so that powerful. should be required reading yeah i agree 
Well, we want to just say thank you, Sandy, for joining us today. And oh, I love talking about books. Yes. <laughs> talking to us about Project Lit. If you want more information, go to Project Lit com com at project lit com on twitter, twitter. or, you or yeah. yeah or you can contact sandy or email her through it's twitter sandra.davis or at library litwit yes <laughs> yes awesome. library oh, so at I library that. litwit i like that well, i want it to be library lit but somebody already had it so <laughs> so uh we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we hope that you will go to our burning question at the top of our twitter page at overdue lib talk and leave us a burning question. Tell us something that you want to know or a question that you have. Or I'm sure uh, if you have a Project Lit chapter and if you're interested in collaborating with us here in Cobb County, I mean, we'd love to go across Georgia or the United States. It, you know what I mean? That would be great. For or the world. The world. For our kids to get that experience, that global experience, okay? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you again, Sandy, for joining yes, us. Absolutely. It was so great absolutely. to have you with us. We're going to let you guys go now so we can talk to her in private and get all this collaboration started. That's right. <laughs> We're on it. <laughs>